and welcome to Book Talks with Sandy. This is Sandy <laughs> Sanders. I am so delighted to have you here. Where on a Thursday evening? Hope all of you are well. Listen, I want you to get the word out. Yeah, Sandy's on on a Thursday night. It's unusual, but we're rolling out the red carpet tonight because this is a special, special, what I call these my red carpet rollouts. And tonight is one of those nights. You all have seen the blast. You've seen the information. We have the phenomenal, yes, keynote speaker. You know, you've seen her. She's worldwide, well-known. We're talking about the phenomenal, yes, coach, lady, podcaster, uh, worldwide global speaker, Constance Woolard is here and she will be sharing and talking about her new book project called The Invisible Soul. I am so elated. You all knew uh, she was with me uh, and we kind of got a glimpse of what God had placed in her heart. And this book here, you do not want to miss this conversation. So on tonight, I would love for you to share this out. We're going to take a moment for you to share this out with your uh, community. I always say that this is uh, a place for your uh, community, your leaders of leaders. Uh, you have tribes, you have those community areas that people follow you. And so tonight is no different. I would love for you to be able to get this out to those that you know will enjoy and look forward to this book. Visionary author Constance Willard is right here with me on tonight, and she's brought some amazing, phenomenal individuals that also are taking part in this upcoming release book called The Invisible Soul. Again, so come on, come on to the table, grab a cup of coffee, grab some tea, and come on and stay with us, okay? And if you will, I'm using a different platform tonight, guys, so kind of bear with me a little bit. Normally, I'm using my StreamYard, but I am using, uh, what am I using? Zoom tonight. And so, Constance, how are you? Well, I, I am wonderful. I am wonderful. I am elated. I am thankful. You name it. Yeah. That's me. That is me right now. Well, awesome, awesome. I am so delighted to have you and the authors on with me on tonight. And uh, we're just going to give everyone a moment to go ahead and get it shared out. We are on Coffee Conversations with Sandy and Friends. What is Book Talks with Sandy? It is a platform for authors, anthology book projects, visionary authors such as Constance tonight, who have brought on the contributing authors to share their inspiring stories, stories of victory, and uh, not just the victory, but they had to go through some trials and tribulations before reaching the victory. And so tonight we're just going to hear some snippets of what's going to be in this book called The Invisible Soul. So again, I want to thank you. And most of all, I always say that it's for you guys. Why do I say that? Because you just might be looking for a good book to read. If you will, come on, Constance, and share with me these amazing individuals that you've brought with me with you tonight. Okay, so I have, starting at the upper left corner, I have Patricia Anderson, Lady P, the sensational Lady P, and Patricia has joined us in this collaboration, and I'm so glad that she has joined us. So I thank you so much, Patricia, for joining us. I have Dr. Patrika Goodman from Suffolk, Virginia. Who has joined the collaboration as well? So I thank you so much, Dr. Patrika. I thank you so much. I've got Dr. Tina Ramsey, coach, one of my coaches. 
um, just so glad that she said yes when I asked her. She said, now you know I'm going to be a part of this. Uh -huh. And I said, well, no, I didn't. So here she is. And so I thank you so much, Dr. Tina Ramsey. Thank you so much. I have Elizabeth Gagnon from Cornwall, Ontario. And I met Elizabeth at the Sean Fair Leadership Experience Tour in Michigan in 2021. That's where I met her. She is known as the Tea Lady in Canada. And so wow. when she agreed to join, I was so glad that she did. So Elizabeth, I thank you so much. I thank you so much. I have Carlika Bass Knight Menendez. Oh my gosh. Now, there is a story behind this affiliation. Okay. You guys know I work in the prison system and I, you know, some days are better than others. So I was in Columbia, South Carolina. I came home one night, I get on Facebook and there's Carlika and she's doing her Epic series. And I said, hmm. That's about how I feel right now. Let me watch this. But her effort was not the effort I was talking about. And so as I began to listen and just the, the conversations and the discussion and the spiritual realm of it, so I reached out to her. I said, you know what? I've been watching this for two nights now and I'm enjoying this. I said, I think I want to be on your show. She's okay. Well, let me go ahead and book you. I was on the next night. And it went on from there. Um, she has been a coach. She has been a mentor. She has poured so much into me. So Carlika, I thank you for the connection. I thank you for what you meant in my life and what you mean in my life. So I thank you so much for saying yes. I have Alonda Brooks. Um, Alonda Brooks and I met, I was a guest on her podcast and we were talking about childhood obesity. And then I talked about my anthology. She said yes. And so here we are today. So Alonda, thank you so much and welcome. I appreciate you so much. Carlotta Pace, Carlotta, thank you so much. Carlotta said yes. I called her, told her about it. She's okay, Mama Constance, I'm gonna do it. And so here she is. And so Carlotta, I thank you so much. And I just wanna say one thing about Carlotta is I've noticed about her the months that I've known her she is so concerned about everybody else and trying to make things right for everybody else and to help when she can. It takes a special kind of person to do that. So I thank you, Carlotta, for saying yes. I thank you so much. Then we have Sherelle D. Mims. Oh my gosh. Now Sherelle and I met when we did an anthology with Les Brown and Cheryl Wood. And we connected we've been close friends ever since. So Sherelle, I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for your insight. I thank you for saying yes. So that's what we have here tonight. Now I have some others that have joined but they couldn't be here tonight. We have two men. We have um, ah, Nicholas Giles. Nicholas Giles, who couldn't join us tonight. And we also have Pastor Dr. Robert Cockfield from San Antonio, Texas, who has joined. So that is thank phenomenal. You. Yes. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome. Well, listen, you all, let's get let's get the rocking and rolling and have a great conversation. I truly want to know about what God has said in this great woman of God uh, talking about the invisible soul. So let's listen to our intro and then we'll be right back with you. Okay. <laughs> You muted. Yeah, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you very much. So yes, indeed. So again, welcome to Book Talks with Sandy. You have just heard from the visionary author Constance Willard, who is a global speaker, six-time international best-selling author, have spoken on global stages uh, in person and virtual. And so tonight, as you heard her introduce women that are also global impactful women, what do I always say is, is that I believe that God has placed us women in the earth and not, and not just women, but since there's women here, okay, they've placed us, Ms. Constant, uh, to make an impact in the earth and not just an impact, but to literally leave a footprint. And so talking about the invisible soul, share with us, take us to, as I heard you say earlier, that um, it's kind of developing the way you see God wanted it to, to develop. So share with us how this all came about and then we'll hear from your amazing contributing authors tonight. Okay, The Invisible Soul came out of when I was in Michigan in September speaking about sabotaging behaviors. Wow. Okay. And that's what I presented on. And you know, everybody knows that's one of my platforms is sabotaging behaviors. Yes. But when I left the stage, I thought about it and said, you know, you need to talk about what was behind those behaviors that you engaged in. So I went back to a place, my teen years and my college years. And that was a time in my life that I felt invisible because of my weight, because I had struggled with my weight from the age of three to the age of 50. That's 47 years. And so that's where the behaviors came from, the sabotaging behaviors. That's where the self-doubt, that's where the lack of self-esteem came in. That's where the shame and the guilt came in. And so for my teen years and my college years, I felt invisible. And so that's when the inspiration came. You need to talk about that. How did those behaviors start? And then engaging in those behaviors, how did that make you feel? So that's when it came up with, I came up with the invisible soul. And when I was, you know, coming up with my book cover design and I told the person that was designing us this, I want a human form, but non-gender specific. Because men, just like women, they go through some things. We as women, we talk about it, we share, men do not and they need to come out and tell their story because there is some young man and some older men that need to hear their story of struggle and then how they triumphed and how they overcame that 
And so that's how the invisible soul was birthed. And here we are today. And so, yeah, and so, thank you. And so, um, when we talk about our soul, you know, everyone, you, I mean, ladies, I want you to chime in here because when we talk about, you're talking about the deepest core of yourself. Dr. Patricia Anderson, I see you nodding your head. Come on and elaborate. When you hear that invisible soul, Come it's on. just choking me up because uh, she said your childhood. And so many times, uh, I'll just tell you my chapter title, the last one picked. And so it chokes me up because it happens through your childhood and it happens through your adult years. And, and that's something that we don't talk about. Some, some things we just brush off that we yes. say, okay, it's okay. It's not important. And, and when it really is important. So, uh, you know, because you don't know your self-worth, you don't know who you are. And so it's the it's the pain of rejection <laughs> that you wow. get used to. And, and, it, and it comes from my childhood. It stems from my childhood. And because I got used to it, it was okay to be the last one picked or not be picked at all. And so that's what my chapter, I just elaborated a little bit. So when she was yeah. talking, it just kind of choked me up and, you know, tears start coming through my eyes yeah. because we don't realize it affects all of us in, in certain ways in the people around us. And so mm -hmm. it makes us hide into a shell and not share and not come out and not help others. Even when we may know they are struggling in the same areas that we are, but when right. God pushes you for, <laughs> yep. and he tells you, you got to tell your story. You got, you don't want to see anybody else in this pain that you feel. So when, as a, Dr. Constance was talking, it was just choking me up uh, yeah. because I'm like, oh my God, her too. So when I yeah. heard about the invisible soul, it was like, I got to be a part of it. I got to tell my story. That's so amazing. That's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That and 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 something like you said is that you have to, you got to, because this book is 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 like a message it's a healing tool to those that hey okay i i'm feeling something here but when i hear that word soul and it hits it's like invisible soul it's like i'm standing in the room but nobody sees me yes nobody did and and so as you were saying uh and and i'm seeing alanda shaking her head so i want you to come on and elaborate is that you you're in a crowded room and before we any of us you know as you're saying it started with the childhood but before we got to this place of knowledge this place of freedom this place to where we now can help another sister we have walked in those rooms and said okay, what do I do? How do I get there? What do I say? And so you all are sharing that. Alanda, welcome to the table. Thank you so much. Come on and elaborate. Uh, what what are you feeling when you also, you see this title, Invisible Soul? And let's just go there, what you're hearing the two individuals talk about. Oh yeah, so um, I definitely, as me and Ms. Constance, 
since I uh, had time she came on my show, we definitely shared a lot of similarities um, from being the the big girl my whole life. And so my, t- my chapter is called Born Invisible because I'm also the only mm-hmm. sex in my family. I'm the only female in my family. Um, so I grew up basically in a male-dominated world. And I felt like um, I grew up in a sports family. So I was, um, you know, made to kind of be like I was you know, overlooked. I was so much younger than my siblings. So it was a lot of things. It was like, you you can't do that. Or, you know, getting to watch everybody go ahead while you have to stay behind. And um, mm. I kind of share a little bit of that and how it also showed up in relationships with others and how I didn't realize that um, it affected me so much. I think it's still... Um, one day, uh, you know, that tape got pulled off of me um, and it was exposed that I grew up in a blended family. It was something that we never really talked about. So uh-huh. I talk about kind of the, the journey that God took me on, kind of like how I was like the female Joseph, kind of sort of like a little bit when it comes to certain things um, in my family and just being different and set aside. But I also um, talk about the journey and how when I came into my God-given purpose, I realized that was God's design um, for me to walk fully in my purpose and how mm-hmm. he had to keep me hidden so that he could develop some of my gifts and talents that I was supposed to go out in the world and use in my purpose so it's it's pretty interesting the journey that I've taken um and how you know he's called me to be the first of many as well even though I felt last a lot of times or Mm -hmm. set aside but he also was preparing me to be the first of many things as well that is amazing and there's so many individuals even in their adulthood let's say they had a really positive childhood but something happened in the teens, in the early adulthood that just kind of wiped out all of that. And choices, decisions, uh, again, placing them in this place, this atmosphere, this uh, environment that they're feeling that they don't belong. All because of one thing, something happened and it just, took them off of their path in life. Come on, Dr. Ramsey, welcome to Book Talks with Sandy. So delighted to have you here. They've talked about the childhood. That is an area of expertise for you. If you would uh, elaborate and why this was important for you to be a part of this book project. Well, I met Constance on, uh, we were both speaking at an international event and then we kind of kept crossing paths over and over again and she was a guest on my podcast and I was like I know we have to do something incredible together but I don't know what that is but I just feel like Mm -hmm. she's in my life in this moment for a reason and then when she came back and she started talking about the invisible soul I had to stop when she said the title because it made me, because I'm busy all the time, like I'm doing things, but it made mm-hmm. me stop. And I thought about it. And a lot of people look at me and see glitz and glamour and all the accolades and all the different things like that, but they don't see what happened in the back, the pain, the struggles, the, the betrayal. The, they didn't see the times when I felt like God left my side, right? I Come felt kind of yes. like Job in a way, like I'm getting persecuted. I didn't know why. And, and, and like people around me telling me, you know, maybe it's something you did, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, no. and so, um, and then going back, getting that self-reflection. So 
my chapter is going to be about the smile that the smile that hid the pain because although I was going through all these different things I always kept a smile on my face that was my way of coping and remaining invisible in the midst of a crowd right so as long as I kept up this smile no one Mm -hmm. knew was going on and so um so I'm going to go into detail about self-worth how I didn't value myself for a very long time and how Mm -hmm. I hated the sound of my voice for a very very long time and how through my path of walking with God and through my path of acceptance I learned that the very thing that I hated about myself is the very thing that made me uniquely me and why God put me here because people are People know me for a lot of things, but they never forget me because of the way I sound. Mm-hmm. My voice. I hated my Southern twang. I always want to sound more polished. But guess what? People book me. People want to hear me because I'm unapologetically me. Yes. And it took me time to get there, but it's a lot of us that don't like something about us. Maybe we feel like we're too heavy. We're too slim. We're not light enough. We're, our hair is not this. But right. God made us like this for a reason. And as soon as we start embracing everything that makes us uniquely us, yeah. then we can walk into our purpose and we can impact so many people. So now I smile with a purpose and now I'm not hiding the pain. I'm truly happy with who I am and what God allowed me to become. But it took me a while to get there. <laughs> That is amazing. Listen, guys, yes, Sandy is on on Thursday night. Listen, I know there's a lot of podcasts going on tonight, but I appreciate you. I thank you for tuning in to Book Talks with Sandy. We are with the phenomenal. Yes, you know her as a global speaker. You know her as a contributing author as well. She has six six books under her belt, but now she's stepping out. She has taken on a leadership area of being a visionary author. Why? Because she knows knows that there's others who want to share their story, how in a written form in an anthology. And we're talking about the new upcoming book to be released. Yes, it is called The Invisible Soul. And so tonight we are with Constant Willard, along with these amazing individuals that are on here with me on tonight. I want to go ahead and go to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Welcome to Book Talks with Sandy. My first time meeting you. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Now, where are you from again? I'm from Cornwall, Ontario, Canada. You're in Canada. Okay. All right. Well, welcome. I'm in Biloxi, Mississippi. She's like, okay. All right. (laughs) I haven't been to Mississippi yet. I've only been to Detroit and Michigan and uh, Messina so far. So in the States. Well, we'll have to get some pictures and let you know what the coast looks like. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Well, so you meet this fabulous lady who's a global speaker, a writer, and all of that good stuff, and you see this title. So share a little bit about who you are and, uh, yeah, your your connection and what made you say yes. Well, I actually met Const- and Constance in Michigan when I spoke for Sean Fair Leadership uh, Experience Tour in September of last year. Yeah. And me and Constant kind of connected a lot and she was on my podcast and my tea, my tea time show as well and talked about her uh, chapter with uh, obesity and that. So, and just the title, Invisible, The Invisible Soul. Uh, mm-hmm. All my life, I felt invisible. I've always felt like the 
what the oddball, the one that's stuck out but never got seen, you know. Um, the chapter, my chapter is called uh, The Ugly Duckling Drinks Tea. So the tea has really saved my life. And for anybody that follows me will understand what tea means. Uh, for me, tea is teaching educational awareness. It's not even about the beverage. It's educating that we can make a difference with our stories and by being our authentic selves and that. So, and Constance is just a beautiful soul. And I, and I love working with her on multiple things. And I also know Sherelle and I know Nick. And so I know they're like my brothers and sisters now. So, so I kind of feel awesome. like I, I, I kind of feel like I'm part of the family. So, <laughs> well, that's great. That is, that is really good. You all, the stories are a collaboration of success stories. Now what you're hearing uh, are before the successes, but the challenges, the hurts, the pains, and things that the authors went through. That's one of the unique things when you're writing an anthology, you're having to dig deep, do those deep dives. And so they're featured, uh, featuring overcomers. These are overcomers who had to prevail over feeling invisible. Dr. Uh, Lady P, come on and share with us again. Uh, Never could anyone look at you and think that you had thoughts of being invisible in the room. Come on and tell us how you- yeah, Yes, yes. <laughs> I never wanted to be noticed. I always wanted to slip back in the background and not be noticed. And so, uh, but when they would notice me, they would notice me negatively. Uh -huh. uh, she thinks she's this. They would talk and they would whisper and they would say things and- and so never even getting to talk to me, never even getting to know me, never even speaking to me, just the wow. assumption of the perception of who, who I was. And then you would hear this chatter and you would still have to go, but I, but, but never calling me to the front, <laughs> never calling wow. me to the front. So being in, in rooms and even in my family, you know, just being invisible, feeling like I'm invisible, being the middle child, mm -hmm. being uh, having two older and two younger, but always taking the reins and, and making sure that things happen. And so even wow. with that, even with that being said, you know, uh, being light skinned, I always wanted okay. to be dark. I'm, I'm telling I wanted to be dark. I had when I went to school, I went to school with some of my cousins and they said they would say, uh, don't tell anybody we're related. Don't speak to me at school. They were dark. Wow. See, back in the 70s. It was, uh, you know, they did the paper bag test. I'm from Washington, D.C. <laughs> so, you know, they didn't want me to talk to speak to them. I was too light for somebody and too dark for the others. And so we were bust into school. Yeah. So, uh, so, 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 and on my dad's side, you know, my grandfather was white. So, and all my uncles married white women. So, you know, it, it, it was, we was too, too, too light, too, too, too dark for them and too light for my mama's side. And so I had to wow. deal with that stigma of being, yeah. of, of not even knowing who I was, but being not rejected knowing. by your family, by the people you wanted to love you. Uh, and wow. my brother used to always call us the black sheep of the family. <laughs> we were the yeah. black sheep of the family. But I didn't know my worth, but I always knew the love. I still loved on them, but they didn't love me back. And so just be going into rooms and, and being noticed, but not noticed for the right things. Mm, being Jesus, noticed, but not good. being, but 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 not being noticed for the right things. It's like when you find out who you are in God, it don't matter 
what they say about you is public. It's free publicity. It yeah. doesn't matter what they think about you. It only matters what God says about you. But it took me a long time to get there because even as an adult, when I was rejected by my first husband, I tried to commit suicide, Holly, because I didn't know my worth. And I had four kids and wow. I didn't know my self-worth. So this invisible me, I was invisible. And I was even invisible to myself. How you become invisible to yourself? <laughs> that right there, they could probably we could probably talk about that all night, but we're not going to. That that'll open up a whole another book. Dr. Patricia Goodman, welcome to Book Talks with Sandy. Thank you so much. Again, no one would look at you and think that you have experienced feeling uh, like no one sees you, no one hears you. But you stepped out and you're saying, no, I need to share something about that. Come on. Welcome to the table. Good evening, everyone. Oh, wow. This has been a blessing for me. Uh, I met Mother Constance. Or I call her Mother Constance uh, on Clubhouse. We were strangers. But when she mentioned her topic and what she was going to be doing, yeah, jumped on board. And one of the reasons why, she said, if you can't write. If, you know, don't worry about that. If you if you if you never wrote a book before, don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. So that gave me the push. I, I I came out of my comfort zone because can you imagine being in the first grade, going through speech therapy, and you didn't even know you had a speech problem. So I felt isolated at that point of of not being able to talk, and it was a few of us that had to go through speech therapy. And the name of, of my topic is Living Beyond Barriers. Mm, oh my that's good. God. Living Beyond Barriers. And, and even after going to the first grade, not being able to uh, just talk with the children, I didn't even feel like I was learning anything because they were always pulling me to the side to have me read over words over right. and over. Mm -hmm. and, and, and they didn't stop there. It didn't stop there. When I got to the fifth grade, oh my goodness, took an aptitude test. I, I, I know I'm not the only one that took an aptitude test. But I <laughs> took an aptitude test and you won't believe what it says. I could be a dishwasher. A dishwasher. Not uh, a professor, but a dishwasher. And somehow that teacher spoke it out loud. So my classmates knew I could be a dishwasher. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even like washing dishes at home. And then you're gonna say I'm, I, my career goal is to be a dishwasher. So I had all of that hitting me, wow. all of that hitting me. Mm -hmm. And it didn't there. In, in the book, you're gonna find out that I was like a, a bowling alley, I was the pants. And every time I stood up, someone would roll the board and knock me down. Had never took typing before in the seventh grade. Never, never yeah. took typing. And I, I went to the teacher. I was so excited being in typing class. Uh, and what actually happened when I went to show her what I did on the typewriter, she said, mm, you're going to need some help. So you know what that did. I felt, I felt the, 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 the seventh grade behind typing. I felt typing because of her going, mm, you're going to need yeah. some help. 
So the whole, I mean, my self-esteem, my confidence was not there. How did you, so I'm going to interject. How did you pick yourself up? Take us into a moment. And Lady Carlique, I'm going to come over to you and minister in just a second. Then we have uh, Carlotta and Lady Cheryl. But I want to stop right there in an audience because you may have a child. Right now, it's like my heartbeat is for children, uh, Lady Constance. So you may have a child that is around you in your in your Sunday school class in your classroom your or you may see children come back you never know what a child an adolescent or even a young lady has gone through like Dr. Ramsey talked about smiling and no one would know the pain that she was going through Dr. Lady P is saying is, is that family members being the center of the So I want to know from you as a share with us a typical day. You've heard that. And what it, did it do when it was time to make another important decision? How were you feeling? How did you overcome? Wow. Through family support, my mother. My mother always encourage me she she's the one she was my backbone she passed in 2001 but uh-huh. it was my mother that really really encouraged me and wow. then just being part of a church family you know there was some I'm not gonna say everybody was with you but I I do know that my mother had my back you were crushed by a teacher who said, mm, you're going to need help. But here you're letting us know is that you did have mama. You had, a, it's like you could, maybe she didn't know what you were crying, but at least you went to mom. I wanted Carlika to pick up right here. You're a mother, you have babies, you have children, but here you have your contributing author who is sharing a pivotal moment that here we are in that we're adult women and you're a leader women listen to you, pick up one that, how, how, how can that happen? Cause I know I've been there and I've kind of know the answer myself, but I want to hear from you ladies. That look, y'all blessing me on today, but just take, you said a keyword, Sandy pivot, right? And so you go from being an invisible soul. And I honestly believe it really does not stop because you have to make a a conscious decision to say that I'm not going to be invisible without having to feel like you have to prove yourself to anyone. Because a lot of times we take things and we feel like, okay, I'm not invisible anymore, but now I'm on this train of proving and proving and proving and proving. When the only thing Jesus did on the cross for us, he already proved himself to us in every facet of life. And so when we take the time to pivot, um, Dr. Patricia, when she was saying, even a teacher saying, "Um, how many times have we looked at someone and said, Mm. Not even outwardly, but we said it to ourselves. Mm. Look at her hair. Mm. Look at her. Mm. She thinks she's saved. Mm. She thinks she's sanctified. Mm. She thinks she did something. How many times? So sometimes we have to look even at when I think of the word invisible. How many people think that Jesus is invisible, right? They say, oh, you can't feel him. You can't hear him. You can't touch. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and not seen. So even though at moments in our lives, even in my own life, I have felt like, okay, Lord, I have even questioned God. Do you see me? Jesus, do you see me? 
Jesus, do you hear me? Right? And he's like, girl, I told you I would never leave you nor forsake you. Like, you tripping. I'm like, okay, you said it. But how many times do we believe it, even with the success that we may have, even when we think of this book? There may be someone listening to us right now feeling hopeless, feeling invisible, and it's because of our voices. Yes, it might be because, like Dr. Tina said, she didn't used to like her voice, but it's because of her voice that she's blessing other people. It's because of her voice, and that's a trick of the enemy to try to take our voice. He's like, oh, you got a list. Oh, no one's going to listen to you. Oh, you can't articulate all of these different things. But the key word that I picked up even right now is pivot. Are you ready to pivot? So the person feeling invisible right now, because I rest assured Come on. No one listening now in the replay next year or whenever when we're not even here and we're on the other side, right? Someone's going to be sitting here saying, oh, my God, I feel invisible. What does your invisible soul entail? You're on the potter's wheel, and God said, I will hide you. And so he's hiding you. Look, y'all, he's so good. He hide us in the shadow. Can't nobody hide you in the shadow, okay? He ain't even got to. We can't even take his holy He's hiding us in the shadow for such a time as this because the person that's sitting on their couch flicking through the TV, flicking, thumb scrolling right now, you may be saying my life is over. We're here to tell you we're speaking life to everything. This is the thing. Dr. Tina said it too. You know what? Everyone said we're invisible. But right now, some women or a man may be feeling, a child may be feeling invisible. What, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? And it's because of a book like this that's saying we're an overcomer and you already have the victory, but you got to make a decision, right? Right? Um, Constance said it earlier, effort. And y'all, we're not talking about the accounts said it won't the effort that she was talking about, okay? That ain't what we're talking about. But we're saying faith it. If you're feeling invisible, you got to get the faith, right? Elevating at night your faith and then face it. Whatever your challenge is, it's time for you to be made whole. Heal and deal with whatever you need to heal from because that's how we've been able to overcome feeling invisible is by healing. We can't quit um, keep sweeping things on the rug and like yes. putting a little band-aid and patting it on. Oh, it's okay. No, acknowledge what you're feeling, but don't stay there. God didn't stay in the tomb. He arose, right? We just was over Resurrection Sunday. He arose, and so then fulfill it. No one can do Dr. Tina. No one can do Elizabeth. No one can do uh, Constance. No one can do Sandy, Sherelle, Patricia, Alanda. Can't nobody do Carlika, Katrina, Bass, like Menendez. Yes, all of that for sure. Understand and be very clear. Okay. No one can do Carlotta. No one can do it. And so even in this journey of the stories and everything that's going to bless women and men across the world yes. on national level, someone's going to rise up and say, I won't be barren anymore. No more will I be invisible because God has called me to be visible. So just pivot. Wow. Lady Constance, you talk about, come on y'all. That's a, that's a hallelujah. Clap your hands. If I have you, I throw it. Amen. I, I would just do all of that. You have, I'm pretty sure have began to tell your story even the more. How many women are coming up and saying and thanking you? Just give us a couple of testimonies. I can give you a few. You know, if you follow me on social media, I am consistent every day of the week. I post something out there. And I have had so many women that reach out to me that I don't even know. That says, thank you. I needed to hear what you said today. Mm. I mean, so many women. I was at a conference in Chicago this week 
and I spoke on Tuesday morning. And I had several people to come to me and say, thank you for being your authentic self. Yeah. Thank you for being an authentic leader. And what I said to them is, I take what God has given me to do seriously. I can't be anything else but authentic. I can't. I cannot. And as a leader, I have to be authentic because people need to hear and know the truth. Yeah. As individuals, we have to know the truth about ourselves, acknowledge that truth, mm -hmm. embrace it, and then make the decision, okay, so here we are. What you going to do? Here we are. What, what you going to do? do? Are you, you going to stay a wretched mess? Or are you going to become God's best? And so that's a decision that we have to make. And so, you know, as I went through my overcoming period, you know, with the sabotaging behaviors and overcoming those, okay? And as someone said earlier, it doesn't just stop. I think it was called leakers. You know, it doesn't just stop there. Yeah. You know, it goes on. It goes on because my thing is once I lost weight, I became invisible again because I didn't want people who didn't know me back then that know me now to know mm -hmm. that I was ever heavy. I didn't want oh, to be okay. So I allowed myself. No one forced me to be. Yeah. I allowed myself to become invisible again. And even the first time when I went through an invisible period, nobody forced me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. It was a pseudo feeling of being invisible. I accepted uh, that. You yeah. know, I, I allowed myself to slump into that. That uh -huh. Uh -huh. I allowed myself to do it. So it was my conscious decisions to move out and to move forward. So 25 years ago, I walk in the board and I've always been a talker. I mean, that, that's just something you can't take from me. I mean, no matter how you try, you can't do it. And, and what I was about to say, now you're talking to the professional woman exactly. because you're tapping into, that's how I met you. I mm -hmm. met you from your testimony. Uh, you and I share uh, Trailblazers Who Lead. That's how I met mm -hmm. you. And describing your corporate life, your business life. And then when I started seeing the mother, I was like, okay, so is she still doing the nursing thing? And all <laughs> But come on, yes. So now you, because there's some, there's some corporate women, and whether we're entrepreneurs or not, we're in that corporate world, and whether you're in a brick and mortar uh, sister uh, queen, you know, or you could be on the virtual stages, corporate stages, big stages. Here we have Constance, who's about to share with us what happens when she walks into a corporate uh, uh, conference yeah. room. Yeah. Board so room. you know, it's I, I always talk about something called invalid validation. Do not allow yourself to be validated by anybody but God. Because that's the only person that needs to validate you. What the man may think, like I tell them all the time, you may not like it, but somebody else will. And they already do, for all we know. Okay? So yeah. the invalid validation, don't fall prey to it. So 25 years ago, I walk into the boardroom, you know, I was bad. But now, Fast forward, 30 pounds. Oh, you can't tell me I'm not the baddest. Which would it be when I come in there? 
I come in, I command. I don't demand, I command respect. I command it, I own the boardroom. I shade the ground I stand on. Why? Because it's about the people I lead. It's no longer about me. Yeah. It's about the people I lead and making sure that they get what they need. And it's about those that we're taking care of and making sure that they get what they need. So I have to, I am mm-hmm. charged with that. I have to be authentic in my leadership, authentic in myself as a woman, as an individual. I have to and come out there and do what I need to do. So the title of my chapter is called Hidden Treasure. That's the title of my chapter, Hidden Treasure. Must get myself off of mute here because I wanted to say hello and hidden treasure. Uh, because I wanted to say that uh, what you're talking about and the women that you have, women and men, and as you were saying, is that you demand the respect. You walk in that type of authority and uh, that's power, that that knowing how to control that God-given power that he has given unto us. And that's amazing. I love it. I love it. I do want to say hello. So while I'm going to say hello to our Facebook family while you all are watching. I want, uh, and, and Carlotta, I do, I'm hanging you in there. I want Cheryl to come on, Lady Mims, and then Carlotta, you're going to come and wrap it up. And then we're going to have some more dialogue. In the meantime, I'm going to step away so I can get over to the Facebook family so we can say hi and shout out to you. So come on, Lady Cheryl. How are you, my, my queen? God bless you, ladies. Come on through, chair. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all see all this flashing in the back? Listen, I am traveling. And so I'm in this hotel. I just want to give y'all what's this scenario that's going on. I apologize for coming on late because I'm always on camera on time, right? This flashing in the back, there's a fire convention going on down here in Indianapolis, Indiana. So Lord and behold, they have a fire drill. And this is the flash in the back that's still going on. So I apologize for that. Uh, I, was, I wasn't going to come on camera, but I said, you know what? I ain't going to let that stop. So here we go. My story, I'm telling you ladies right now, have you ever just felt like you just want to just throw your god darn hands in the air, wave them like you just don't care and just started just boo-hoo crying? You understand what I'm saying? I'm keeping this thing real. Why? I lost my fiance to stage four stomach cancer about seven years ago, right? So I need to, I need to re- a title, my title in the book, to take off the mask. However, it's called, so you lost a loved one to cancer. The reason why I say take off the mask, that invisible soul, when I actually first lost my fiance, we all been there. This ain't nothing new. We all lost a loved one to cancer. If you haven't, I pray that you do not. One reason being, when you lose a loved one, and it don't just have to be in your family, it can be someone close to you, you feel invincible. You just feel invincible, invisible, invincible, like you're not even there. I just felt numb. Why? It was real. Me and this guy had been together. We didn't even make it to the altar. Yeah, I made all these promises, right? I'm going to marry you. I got my ring on. <laughs> 
had the ring, but it didn't mean a, a thing. We never made it to the altar. So with all of that going on, I just felt some kind of way. I felt isolated. I felt lonely. I felt like I couldn't trust anyone. All kind of thoughts was going through my mind. And I just stopped working. I just stopped working. I didn't feel like I needed to be there. Why? I don't know why, but when something happened to us individually, we just feel like we're the only one that this is happening to, right? And this is how I was feeling. Don't nobody know how I feel. What the hell? I don't want to go to work. I don't want to be bothered with people. And y'all know how we do. We curse God. Why you let this happen to me? Why did that happen to me out of all the people? In your world? Yeah, God, God. Right? All of these thoughts running through your mind. I felt invincible. Invisible. And so with all of that being said, I came up out of that. I had to. Why? People was depending on me. Your soul may be invincible, invisible at that time, but you got to come out of that, that space. I was lonely. I was depressed. I felt some kind of way. Y'all know how you, I don't know if you ladies ever been there, but let me tell you something. Let me just be honest right here. We all have felt like we shouldn't be here. I'm just saying, maybe you haven't. But I just felt like, what am I here for? What am I here for? But Lord and behold, all of that. That took me a year and a half to come out of that. That wasn't something that just happened overnight and you pop back up and you, you find again. No, this took a minute. No one knew how I felt but me and God. A lot of times my family didn't even know. Why? I didn't even want to tell them. That's that invisible soul again. You felt like it's just you. Nobody else is going through this. I'm telling you, it's real out here. Cancer is the number two killer. Stress is the number one killer. And so with all of that being said, God brought me out of that Marvy clay, baby. He, he brought me out and made me something better. <laughs> he made me new again. Come on now. He ain't going to keep me down yes. there. He got to come up out of this thing, baby. So I came out with my hands up. Come on. I came out crapping. I came out stumping. Come on. We, I gave God all the praise, glory, and honor for who he was and how he brought me out. Because I'm telling you, I was on the brink of going on the other side. But I give the devil nothing. That's real. He gets nothing. And this is why That's I tell real. people. Keep it real with yourself. I'm telling you right now, my hands is up in the air now because I can tell the story and I'm still standing. Why? To tell this story. Somebody needed to hear this. Somebody yes. loves God. Somebody know that God is in this place. Okay? So with all of that being said, my hands is up. I keep my hands up in the air for victory, baby. Yes. It's all about the victory. B-I-C-T-O-R. Yes. Come on up in here, y'all. Yes, 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 story, yes. And as Les Brown say, I'm sticking to it. God <laughs> bless you, baby. God bless your Facebook audience. Listen, don't give up. Hang in there. Know that God is with you. He's not going to leave us. He never will.
You just stick and stay. God going to take care of you. And that's my story. My name is Sherelle D. Mills. Y'all better come on up and chill. Come on, y'all. Amen. Wow. Wow. You all just heard from contributing author, phenomenal speaker, author, event coordinator. She got a big event coming up again. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later. But yes, sharing a story. Talk about the losing uh, and, 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 and her love had not even made it to the author's altar, still wearing the engagement ring and loses the love of her life. Basically, she was making a commitment, you know, and then to have to walk through that. But I love the transparency, the transparency of even as a woman of God, you began to find yourself in a place that you said, God, why me? You cry out to God. That's your comment. You know, we people just, you know, let's keep it honest and real in our quiet place, in our closet. Yes, we are going to scream, God, whether you do it out loud or whether you do it inside, you're screaming to God, Lord, why? Thank you for your transparency. You all look for this book. You've got to have it in your inventory, in your library. Look for it. It is called The Invisible Soul. Now we're going to the phenomenal, yes, author, contributor, speaker, the one and only Carlotta Pace. Yes, come on, beautiful. Welcome again to Book Talks with Sandy. So delighted to have you here. Hello, 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 everyone. I am so happy to be a part. I have to say thank you for having me here and thank you for having us. Um, also, Mother Constance, really, truly, thank you for inviting me to be a part. When I heard the title of um, this anthology, it immediately touched me. I felt like everybody was telling my story, right? Because when Lady P started talking about just going through so much rejection and different things, even as a child, you start getting so used to it that it just continues as you get older. And then when Minister Kanika started to um, give her her story and started to talk, I felt like she was giving my chapter because my ch the, the chapter title for me is Lost and Found on Purpose. Nothing that I did was on accident right? When I was going through life, even as a child, I was doing things on purpose. I am going to talk about how when you grow up in a house with domestic violence and um, parents who have alcohol and drug addiction, sometimes you become what they call the lost child. And that was who I was. I was a lost child. I was the child who was trying to please everybody, hide in everything. Um, I had issues with alcohol in high school, literally was an alcoholic throughout all of high school. But guess what, ladies? I had straight A's. I had straight A's. I played every sport. I started, I did events with the school and literally every principal knew me as a good student, like nothing was wrong. I hid very well and I did it on purpose. But all of a sudden I started realizing that hiding and not talking about what I really felt was creating damage for me. It was literally um, pulling me into a place where I, I couldn't feel validated no matter what I did. So even getting degrees, even succeeding in other areas, you know, doing things that other people who said I wouldn't do, it became, I think, again, it was a minister saying, you almost start trying to validate yourself 
do, okay, well, they said I ain't gonna do it, I bet I do. They said I can't do it, I bet I can. They said I won't graduate, I'm gonna graduate, I'm gonna keep going till I get my doctorate. I'm gonna keep going till I, and so you start doing it so much so that you're trying to get validation from everybody else. And a couple of years ago, God just spoke to me. Now it was through tragedy. It was through the loss of my mother. It was through the loss of my father. He started speaking to me about truly being who I needed to be in him. And there's nothing like really finding yourself, not for my mom, not for my dad, not for my children, not like literally finding myself. So I had to literally find myself on purpose. Now, part of my testimony, uh, Miss Sandy, is that when I met Lady P, I met her with Pastor Chica, which is her pastor. And I had wrote, I had wrote, I started getting emotional, but I had wrote this whole scenario out. And I was like, God, I really need you to show me how to do this because I can't find a way to pivot. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to transition. And I wrote this whole thing out. And maybe a month later, I went to this conference and Pastor Chica was there saying, learn how to show up for yourself and started just talking about the, the ways that she did it. And I started saying like, I'm not showing up because I want to show out. I'm not showing up because I want to be validated by other people. I just want to be everything that God has me to be, not for any other purpose or any other reason. And so that is a little bit of what I am going to share in the book, just about being lost and found on purpose for a purpose. That is amazing. Lost and found. You all, listen, we've been hearing stories of hiding, validation, shame, family support, there and lack of. And so this book is going to be something for everyone. I truly do want you to have this book part of your library. I always say this is that this is that year that you want to put a book in your library, part of your toolbox, part of your basket, part of your growth, part of where you want to be. Uh, we're already in the second quarter. Before you know it, uh, June is going to be here, and then we're going to be looking at August, September, and October. And so, uh, listen, we want you to get this book, keep it on your radar, keep it on your uh, on your vision for the a book called The Invisible Soul. At this time, I would like for uh, you all to, uh, and I'll start with uh, Lady Constance. And so you meet these ladies, those that are not on with us on tonight, just share with us what is it that you would like for the reader to take away with once they get that book in, and you are gonna let us know your projected uh, time frame. Well, that will be the other part of the question, but I want to stick right where I'm asking now. What is it that you would like for us to walk away when we have this book with us? I would like for each and every reader to take away that no matter who you are, what you look like, where you came from, what you may have been through, that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You can move beyond that. And as I always say, you can rise from the ashes of your past and embrace the beauty that God has promised us in his word. You can overcome. You know, you may be homeless today and shoot two or three months from now. You got an apartment, house or whatever. Okay. You can overcome. Know that your struggles 
and your challenges. They're just stepping stones of a path of success and triumph. And that's the main takeaway that I want the readers to get. Wow, that's good. I love the, uh, the struggles, the challenges are the steps and the path to their success. I, I just love it, you all. And so you have just heard it from the visionary author herself. We've had now, the, we have the privilege, uh, there is um, another one of the authors, um, I believe he's pastor, uh, Robert yes. uh, Cockfield has joined us. And so pastor, we would just like to know any, any words, welcome to Book Talks with Sandy, sir. I think he's still connecting. So while we're waiting for Pastor to come on, that is that question. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Dr. Tina. And uh, just again, you said yes to this book project, but also what would you like for your readers, uh, someone that picks up the book and they say, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I wanna support Dr. Tina. And uh, yeah, but what would you like for them to walk away with what you've written? Well, I just don't want it to be about me. The reason why I joined co-author collaboration is because I like the camaraderie of thought leaders coming together yes. to share on one narrative and everyone has a different perspective. So mm -hmm. anyone That's that good. comes to support me, I don't want them just to come read my chapter. I want you to take in every single chapter because every single author has something that you need to hear at that time. And in that moment, and I want you to reread it again, because as we live, we transition, we, we thought we was mentioned, we pivot and what may not have stood out or resonated with us at that first moment, something else going to stick out the next moment. And as I said, and I listen to everyone about what their book, what their chapter is about. I'm about to get emotional. Oh my God, no, but I don't cry cute. So I got to hold it in. <laughs> okay. So as, so as I um, hear everybody's chapter, I see little small reflections of myself. Some of not with the coloration, with the family. I dealt with what Patricia dealt with. I never dealt with being overweight, but I have always been very small and I always got picked on for being very small. Hearing... The education, I had a teacher that bullied me, you know, hearing, uh, feeling left out, having, dealing with multiple deaths in my family, you know, all of these things. Um, I had bits and pieces of everybody's story. Yeah. Part of my life. Wow. And so I'm always amazed at how these collaborations and all these authors come together and how this is not by accident that we're all in this book at this time, at this point in our lives. So I want you to read everybody's story because I am, because yeah. <laughs> I want to just read. I'm like, Ooh, I'm ready to read this. Forget my child, but I want to read this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that we can glean. I love it. I love how you said that and the collaboration. Definitely. Uh, Elizabeth, come on and share with us again. What would you like for the reader to walk away with? And before you answer, Dr. Uh, Pastor Robert, are you there with us, sir? Yes, ma'am. Can oh, you hear me? Great. Okay. So I'm going to let Elizabeth answer the question and then we're going to come back and I would love for you to share your thoughts and your mind about this amazing book project that we're embarking on. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right. Awesome. Yes, Elizabeth. 
So I'm I'm like Dr. Tina Ramsey. I want everyone to read all the stories. I don't if my story doesn't resonate with yours, someone else's story will. And I love doing anthologies, collection collections, and collaboration because you actually get to meet and hear different stories instead of just writing one single story. You're hearing multiple stories, so you can resonate with each and every one story a little bit at a time. Like Dr. Tina Ramsey said, like you know, uh, as I'm hearing the titles, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds like me. That sounds like me. That you know. So, but for me, my story is the ugly duckling drinks tea. So if anyone knows the story of the ugly duckling, it was the the duck that was always pushed to the side. And I want to show people that transformation can be any race, any color, any you know, these ladies have let me come sit before them. And Constance is just an angel, like she, meeting her in person. And I'm like Dr. Ram, uh, Tina Ramsey. I believe that we were all connected for a reason and God put us here for a reason. And I think it's going to be incredible. I'm, I can't wait to meet all of you guys and connect with you guys and see how you guys are all shining and sparkling and all that. I know a couple of you, but I don't know everyone, but I will at the end of this this release of this book. So again, Constance, thank you for having me part of this and, talk, and thank you, uh, uh, Sandy, for having me part, part of this. And it is just truly amazing to sit among all of you guys. So thank you. You're so welcome. It is an honor to have you here. Absolutely. What's your favorite food up in Canada? What do they have? I've never been to Canada. Well, Canada is known for puts in. So it's fries with gravy and cheese and all that <laughs> oh my stuff. God. Okay, <laughs> you can do a whole lot with fries. You said fries and gravy? Yeah, now, fries, gravy, the, and cheese. The Italian side, they call the, the pasta uh, red sauce. They actually call that gravy. And I was like, that's not gravy. All it is is spaghetti sauce. <laughs> but that was when I lived in Jersey for many years. But yeah, okay, all right. So the cheese, the fries, and the gravy. That, the, mm, that's good. That's good right there. Well, we're going to be honored with Pastor Robert, who is a contributing author of this amazing book, one of the gentlemen that have said yes to this book project. Sir, um, how did you meet Lady Constance? How did you say yes and meet her and say yes to be with these fabulous women? Well, I've been on Constance uh, for years, and, okay. uh, with, and I was her pastor, um, and so um, always have been a classy, very intelligent woman, always have brought things to the table or have given a global perspective on things. And it always fascinated me. So um, when she approached me about this project, I was honored. And um, as she started explaining about, uh, it would be different chapters from different authors. And I started hearing some of the titles. Uh, I started self-reflect myself. I'm very interested in how the book can transform my life. Um, because um, I, I think that um, from what I'm hearing, it's a lot I can learn. So that's why I'm excited uh, for just for myself that I may be able to, to learn from this and share with others uh, about uh, the things that uh, are about to take place. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Lady Constance, as the pastor was talking, every now and then when I do, uh, you all, when I interview authors and I listen to the stories, uh, there every now and then things will just come in my spirit and my heart is to share with you. I see a workshop coming out of this. Uh, this book could be a book that will have a, uh, if you'll allow me to say these things that I'm hearing in my heart is uh, a workbook, a, work, a manual 
that will come along with it because there's going to be some things that can be taught to individuals. And so that is so amazing. And so I just wanted to share that with you. I can see individuals sitting in a classroom and yeah, mm -hmm. I, I don't wanna feel invisible. Show me how, you know. And again, there's some things you can't teach. It has to come from within. But um, this is gonna be an amazing book, you all. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I am Sandy Sanders. I am the host of Book Talks with Sandy, and you are joining us tonight. If you're just coming by and just listening at the replay and saw the caption, we are with a six-time best-selling, international best-selling author. She's a global speaker, uh, very well-known in the social media world uh, as being this lady, fabulous, uh, classy, yes. And so she has a podcast now. And uh, but she has an upcoming book project, and uh, the projected date of will be in the latter part toward Memorial. Are we correct with that? Uh, your projected is in the latter part of May. It's Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Labor okay. Day. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's even better because yes. you're going to. They're going to be on tour. So just look out for the tour throughout. Uh, the virtual tours throughout the summer uh, so that you can be ready for whenever the digital launch hits that you want to make sure that you not only buy the digital, but you get the physical book in your hand. At this time, uh, I, I feel privileged to sit among uh, podcast leaders. These are interviewers. They're conversationalists themselves. They interview people all the time worldwide. That's what they do. So I am so honored to speak with each and every one of you on tonight. At this time, what we're going to do, uh, Lady Constance, anything you'd like to share because we're going to go around and uh, anything that's on your heart that you would like for uh, to mention that we haven't already talked about? Sure. Well, I thank you for the insight as far as the workbook and the course, but one thing that we're looking at with this anthology project for January is to take it into, put into spoken word. Awesome. And so the younger generation, they appeal to that. Yeah. So we're gonna look at taking snippets from, snippets from each chapter and putting it to spoken word. So that's coming. Well, we look forward to that. <laughs> It's so, I mean, it's just so versatile. It is just so, so versatile. And uh, so we look for what uh, the, the testimonies that will come from this book. You are amazing. I'd like to start, we're going to go ahead, as I see you on the screen, we're going to start with Dr. Tina, if you will, share with us what you've got going on, what's happening in your world, and how can someone uh, reach you? Okay, well, I am Dr. Tina Ramsey. I am a certified BCM coach. What exactly does that mean? That means that I'm a coach that specializes in three areas of expertise, which is visibility, connections, and monetization, where online. So I help entrepreneurs develop and build their online presence and influence with credibility that creates lasting evergreen effects. So it's no hit, no one time hit one that's here, no 15 minutes of fame teach you strategically how to make sure that what you do lasts forever. So your great-great-grandchildren can see what grandma and granddaddy did in 2020 when it's 2040, okay? And I am also the CEO 
of ctrmedianetwork.com, which is a podcasting network for podcasters. And we specialize in helping everyday people doing extraordinary things get their message out to millions on our platform that is currently reaching 350 million homes worldwide. And lastly, but surely not least, I am the editor-in-chief and publisher of the Homeschooling Magazine, now reaching over 11,000 homeschoolers worldwide, where we specialize in helping parents with homeschooling, business, wellness, life, mental health, and so much more, bringing thought leaders, educators from all over the world to help you balance, well, I won't say balance, but help you navigate your homeschooling experience at home successfully with support. And I love working with all of you. Most of you have either been on my show, the Tina Ramishaw podcast, or uh, we have been speaking on stages together. So I absolutely love meeting people and I love spotlighting, telling your story and you allow me to share it with my audience at Reach Millions. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And you can come see all the podcasters that's on our network too, because I want you not to see me all the time, just see them. <laughs> Exactly. over there too so go see sandy go see miss constance because she's over there too with the speakeasy so go over (laughs) absolutely absolutely we're excited we are part of the ctr uh media network family and that is amazing at this time i would like uh elizabeth i guess you did go ahead and share what what else do you have going on you're a podcaster you you interview individuals can you share with us uh how we can follow you well, the easiest way to follow me is just go to my website, www.misslizesteaparties.com, or check out my link tree, Miss Liz's Tea Times. Uh, I'm an international speaker, I'm an author, an advocate, and I also am on a mission to make a difference with bringing people around the globe together through personal stories, through a cup of tea, by teaching the educational awareness, the TEA platform and I'm bringing it into schools and boardrooms and classrooms and all that so that is the mission that I'm on but the easiest way to reach me is through my website at www.misslizesteaparties.com awesome uh the phenomenal Carlica Baznight Menendez come on my lady tell us all about what you got going on Oh, let me see here. No, um, <laughs> I am the number one black face of women in menopause. So I'm teaching women how to achieve optimal health, whether you're an entrepreneur, woman of God, whatever your purpose is, but to walk in that by gaining clarity, confidence, and consistency. And so what do we have coming up? Menocon 2022. And so all the things that your mama did not tell you about menopause and our health and wellness, God has called us to be healthy, right? So our health is our wealth and all of those things. And so just hearing our stories, right? We've had some unhealthy relationships. We've had some unhealthy eating habits, all of the things. And so I'm huge on women's wellness. I'm an advocate for women's wellness that's mentally, emotionally, financially. And so September 16th through the 17th, we're going to be talking. We're going in spiritually on Friday night. And then that Saturday, it is all about all the other things from entrepreneurship to our mental well-being and beyond. So you can just follow me. Look, type in C to Z, okay? That's my rap name. I told y'all. That's my rap name, C to Z, Carlica Bad Menendez. So I'm across um, all social media platforms. Just start typing in all the letters of the alphabet. I'm going to pop up. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's a new one. I didn't know about that one. Okay. Dr. Uh, Lady P. Lady P, if you will, Lady Patricia, what you got going on? Let us know how we can follow you and reach you. 
Well, I have my conference, my fifth annual Always Be a Lady conference in September, September the 23rd and 24th in Houston, Texas. And you can go to my website, www.ladypnassociates.com. I am an author. I have three books there on my website. They're also on Amazon. I also, I am a life coach. I am the freedom coach. I help set you free from your past. Your past failures do not determine your future that God has for you. I am a minister, Christian chaplain, uh, you know, uh, an event manager. I do events. And so I'm managing several different events and I am a, a, a speaker. And so I'm speaking this weekend on uh, the helmet of salvation. <laughs> so it. I am. I have a lot going on, and I am also uh, a, with the PMI um, Project Management Institute. I am the lead uh, under the de uh, the development and growth. I am one of the leaders to help you with the development and the growth in um, PMI of Houston. And we have a conference coming up in August here, uh, Project Management Institute. So I am involved in a lot of different things. I'm also the uh, I teach uh, the the ministers in my church leadership. I'm the leadership minister at my church. So I teach leadership there. And I got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. But the most <laughs> important thing I got going on <laughs> is right now getting this chapter done, the invisible me, <laughs> invisible soul, no longer invisible, but right here, present now. <laughs> so that's me and I yield my mic. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. I am going to show you uh, Lady Alonda Brooks before she begins to speak. She will. There she is. Yes, indeed. She will be sharing the platform and on a uh, two night interview that uh, she has an amazing book coming out as well. And so I'm so looking honored. Alanda, if you will, come on and share who you are and what you got coming on, what you got going on, lady. So I'm Alanda Ross Brooks. I'm affectionately known as the Becoming Coach. I help you leap into your becoming and become the total package as your best self. I also specialize in showing powerful women how to show up on 4K camera imaging. So I do image coaching and consulting as well. I am a publisher. Um, I have an award-winning podcast called I Am Becoming, where we help you weed through your generational junk and still become. So um, I also have, I'm a co-founder of Women CEOs Rock, where we inspire powerful women into action. So we are releasing this project um, as a co-venture um, under I Am Becoming Publishing and um, Women's CEOs Rock, Diamonds and Pearls, Affirmation of a Mompreneur Who Rocks. Um, we're telling our stories and telling you everything that you need to know to go into business, things that you wish somebody would have told you before you jumped into business, um, and just keeping a woman uplifted as they charter mompreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, so stay tuned. You can find me um, on all media streaming platforms um, every Sunday at 3 p.m. As my show airs, I am becoming at 3 p.m. Eastern time, um, or you can go to IamBecomingShow.com. You can find me, the coach, Alanda, at IMustBecome.com and on Facebook and Instagram under I Must Become the number one. 
Um, and go to Women CEOs Rock if you are a woman preneur and you're looking to build um, a community of women to support you, uplift you, and inspire you into action. Go to womenceosrock.com. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. You are welcome. And Lady Constance will be as part of that book project. Uh, yes, so we're very excited to have you ladies that will be joining me. Um, and at this time, let me see, who else do I have? Yes, uh, Lady Carlotta. Hello, hello. I am Carlotta from Akron, Ohio. Um, you can reach me at, on Instagram and Facebook at Carlotta Speaks. Um, I am an author, a coach. I, I, I am a reset coach. And so I, I do my best to assist people who have been through some transitions, maybe some losses and need to reset, restart by loving themselves and just simply being themselves. Um, I am a community advocate. I am a domestic violence advocate. Um, the upcoming projects is that I am right now working on, um, I believe three or four anthologies. So mm -hmm. all of them are in areas that are near and dear to me. Um, I am also working on um, another business called Caterpillar 7, um, creating a program that will allow women who are going through or have been through domestic violence, homelessness, or different things and offering them parenting classes at no cost to them. So I appreciate you all and I thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. My pleasure. Uh, Lady Cheryl and then Dr. Patricia and then yes, uh, Mr. Niles, excuse me, Nick Giles has joined us and we definitely want to hear from you. And then pastor, if you will be ready to let us know if you have anything that you would like to share with our audience. Uh, Lady Patricia. Oh, Lady Patricia, I think you went already. Dr. Patricia Goodman, excuse me. All right, again, thank you for having me. I'm Dr. Patricia Goodman from Suffolk, Virginia. I am your marketplace minister. I'm your intercessor, healing and deliverance speaker. Speaker, I'm a youth speaker, public speaker. I'm part of the Herpanura Network. I am a proud ambassador. I am the head intercessor, and I'm part of Wealth Builders Worldwide. I'm an owner of cryptocurrency, and I, what I do is I connect men and women to, uh, globally to a system that will provide several ways for you to receive income. My website is www.networkwithpat.com. You can find me on social media and Instagram. But hey, this is all new to me. And I'm just so glad to be here. And I thank God for Mother Constance, Queen Constance, for having me. And thank you, Miss Sandy, for having me to be a part of this, uh, this live show. Amen. Awesome. I'm glad you are joining us. Lady Cheryl. Y'all already know, I am the enthusiastic caregiver. When they ask me the question, what could you talk about every day, all day, 24-7? I can talk about caregiving. So I have the wonderful exclusive platform for caregivers called Global Caregivers Network and Global Caregiver Speakers. The speaker platform is, like I said, exclusively for caregivers. So if you or someone you know are a caregiver in the past, present, or future, 
Because believe me, you, before it's all over with, we're all going to take care of someone. Did you hear That's me? Good. We all going to take care of someone. So mm -hmm. understand, if you are someone you know, or a caregiver, connect with me. And Miss Sherelle, uh, let me see, I got this stuff going on. All this is going on. Global Caregivers Network or Global Caregiver Speakers or Sherelle at Global Caregivers network.net i'm gonna keep it simple 260-218-3377 and i know in my facebook audience i know it's some caregivers out there so connect with me we're all going to take care of someone either in the past right now or in the future my name is sherelle d mims your enthusiastic caregiver what they say get it. at me <laughs> Okay, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mr. Nick, welcome uh, to Book Talks with Sandy for the first time. And you are one of the contributing authors of this amazing upcoming book that is will that is soon to be released called The Invisible Soul. We want to step back and allow you to share your story, how you connected with this amazing lady, and just give us your heart. Share your heart with us. Ooh, all right. I hope y'all ready for it then. No, I'll just show <laughs> So I want to apologize for, uh, for for one, getting here a little bit late. Uh, my daughter, uh, she had she was inducted into the Honor Society for elementary school. So that was we, that, was, that was worth yeah. that, that was worth it. Yeah. That was worth it. Was it. it was yes. Your, um, your contributing author and your visionary, I believe that she would excuse you for that. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. And uh, so, so I met Constance in the um, Leadership Experience Tour in September last year. So so ever since then, we've been keeping in touch and everything. And so when she offered the, uh, you know, the chance to be in the book, I said, well, you know, I can't pass it up, right? And the biggest thing is, for my part, it's more of men talking about their feelings. And one thing that a lot of men don't do, when we grow up, we grow up and we grow up in a in an environment of you have to be tough, you have to be strong, you know, mm -hmm. you don't talk about your feelings, uh, you don't really talk about your emotions or anything like that. And we keep that until we get into our adulthood. And once we become, you know, fathers and husbands, we keep all of those emotions inside because that's what we're used to doing. And then and sometimes you have a lot of men who are incarcerated right now and it's because they have lit all that pressure that they've been holding on inside for so many years just just spill over mm -hmm. and they did something reacted to something that they should not have reacted to and so for me i just wanted to say that it was it's okay to talk about your feelings to get those feelings out before it gets you to a point where you do something that you have no control over and something that you'd be truly sorry for yeah yeah I, I think you are you're right on target uh, that that you're coming that men are coming into a season, uh, Lady Constance, that men are now finding the courage to share and be okay and vulnerable to share their story. That men go through. Um, emotional things, emotional trials and tribulations, not the same as a woman, but also. 
And so this speaks volumes. We're seeing more and more men are wanting to share their stories. So we congratulate you. We welcome you. Uh, Lady Constance, um, you opened it up to both. You didn't just make it exclusively for women. Why is that? And I think you did kind of share, but let our audience yeah, know again. For men and women, because like yeah. I said, men go through things just like we do. Yeah. But I also opened it up to the LGBTQ community. Okay. Because they go through a lot, especially when they have lived and hidden a lifestyle for so long. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now they decide to come out. And then the rejection that they experience from family and loved ones, friends. Mm -hmm. And so there's definitely an invisible factor associated with that. And so that's why it's open to anyone. And like I said, and you know, when I post this, anybody who's ever been socially isolated or just yeah. felt invisible for any reason, you've been unnoticed. Because a lot of people, especially when you grew up in a big family, you're unnoticed. You yeah. know, you're pushed off into the side, you're unnoticed. Um, I can remember when I was in Alaska and the native Alaskans, it may be 16 of them in a one room house. And they don't talk any louder than this yeah. because they've been taught they can't be loud. They can't invade somebody's space. So that's why they don't make eye contact and they don't speak be over a whisper. Wow. So for whatever situation you've been through, this anthology is for you. Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, we all have a different story. We all come from different walks of lives. You know, some people may say, well, you know, because of my childhood, I had a bad childhood. Well, I did had a good childhood, but still had issues. Mm -hmm. That's still good. Had issues. Still yeah, had so issues. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter how loving your parents are. It doesn't matter what your parents have, what they give you, what they've taken you, what they've done for you. You still got issues. It doesn't That's matter. Good. You know, issues have no respect a person. I love it. What can we, uh, before, because you got the last word. Okay, so we're going to go to Pastor. Pastor Robert, do you have anything coming up you would like to share with the audience? Yes, ma'am. Um, okay. First of all, I'm CEO and founder of Get Up Community Center and Get Up Ministries and uh, also run an event center and a, and a restaurant. I apologize for being late. Um, but again, I'm, you run a business and people don't show up at the you have to run your own business. And so, uh, uh, but um, so the, the, the biggest thing for me is, uh, and why I'm excited about this, is that um, this year I'm really focusing on pain produces purpose. Um, my chapter, I'm, I'm dealing with the lies you tell, um, how that um, throughout our lives, uh, if we're not careful. I like what the last individual just talked about, about how as a man, I'm using myself as for instance, um, you're in a family dynamic and you're being told if things hurt or you've experienced hurt, you need to box it up. And, and it can be a small, medium, or large size box. And, and you go through life lying about who you really are because you have all this stuff in a box. And then I believe God will allow life to carve and craft you. And, and then something happens to make those boxes open. And then we have a choice do for the sake of of, of me or others, I'm not going to hurt them. Do I put that stuff that I really need to fix and work on? I need God to do that. Do I put it back in the box and lie? Or, or, or do I just finally free myself of those things? And, and so this year, that's what I'm, I'm really pushing um, in ministry about. Don't focus so much on the pain, 
but the purpose. Um, mm-hmm. Because you learn that pain would help you and drive you for your purpose. And it's not for you. We're not here for ourselves. We're, we're here on this planet to perpetuate who God is and, and help other people. And that, that it, those experiences, when you get to these spiritual mile markers, you're going to, God, I believe is God will have you meet and greet people that you don't know. And they need to know what those life lessons were and how you overcame them. But if we just yeah. never deal with them, you lose out and they lose out. And so that's what I'm focusing on in this year. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for sharing. That is phenomenal. Again, pain produces purpose. So listen, you all tonight has been so amazing. Facebook family. Thank you all. I've, I've seen you, uh, the names in there. If I start calling names, I'll forget. So I'm on the other side. I'll miss somebody. But all of you that are watching Facebook Live, I love you. I love you. Love you. Always thank you for your support and whatever we're doing right here on Book Talks with Sandy. It, this platform is my first route to the Lord. I didn't know how to get my first book out. Didn't know what that looked like. I was always, I was already doing a coffee conversation, kind of, you know, having some kind of little thing on. (laughs) But anyway, out of that, someone saw me and said, hey, you got a show. And it was my visionary author of Trailblazers Who Lead. And I was like, I do. And she said, yes, you have a show. And from there, we are so elated. God has breathed upon it. But the one commitment that I made to the Lord is is that because I know that there were other authors who were just like me, one of the things, they didn't know where to go, how to put their book out. But now there is a space for authors. And because of that, this is why Authors Book Talks with Sandy was birthed out so that you could uh, meet these amazing, fabulous authors who will have a book for you in your library and who I say is always, this is for you. This is for you. But I do want to thank our sponsor, which is Swag Her Magazine. We do want to take a moment just to hear, and then we're going to wrap it up and say good night. And so at this moment, if you'll oblige me just a few seconds, I want to allow uh, Swag Her Magazine to let us know all about what they are doing for the black community. But did you guys know that we also double as a PR boutique? Yes, we strategically execute brand campaigns for black women-led businesses, coaches, authors, and girl bosses so that they can receive more visibility and establish themselves as an authority. We do so through a mix of PR, marketing, and branding. If you would like to learn more about our services, schedule a consult with us at swagger.net. Awesome, 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 awesome. I'm using a different platform tonight. So I look like I'm all over the place. Normally I'm with a different one. So I'm having to maneuver behind the scenes by myself, but it is all good. Listen, I hope that you've had an amazing night. Look out for this book. It is called The uh, The Invisible Soul. And again, you want to make sure, okay. I think somebody else is talking over here. I got something else going on over here. Okay. But yes, you want to have this book part of your uh, library. At this time, I want to yield back and allow the visionary author to come and share her last words. You all know that that's what I do. I always yield back and allow the visionary author of the book projects. You all look out for the tour. They're going to be hitting it. Okay, make sure you get out there, show your support, show your love. You may not see them all at the same time, but show your love. And Lady Constance, thank you so much that you find value in what we do. At this time, I yield back for you, mate. 
Okay, well, one thing I just want to announce that Sunday, this coming Sunday, May 1st, at 6 p.m. Central Standard, 7 p.m. Eastern, we will have our soft launch of the Speak Easy podcast. Our first guest will be Mavis Creer, and we're coming on um, for Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we will be on every Sunday in the month of May. We'll have different co-hosts and different mental health specialists talking about mental health. And then June 5th will be the official launch of the Speak Easy. Don't miss it. See you there. Well, we shall be listening and watching. Well, listen, guys, I want to thank each of you that have tuned in on tonight for the Book Talks with Sandy and the book tour of the upcoming uh, anthology book project, a collaboration of uh, individuals that are, are sharing their powerful, powerful stories of success. One of the key things that you've heard tonight is that no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you're facing, that you can rise from it, of your ashes, overcome. And as the visionary author, she said, is all the struggles, overcome the struggles, the challenges, and step into the path of your success. I think each of these authors will give you some sort of a nugget that will guide you on that road to success of whatever your success may look like. Again, this is Sandy Sanders. It has been a pleasure to be with you. Again, you all look out for me on Sunday afternoon when we will have another conversation with some amazing authors of an upcoming book project. So for now, y'all guys know that I love you and y'all be blessed and have a great night. Thank you guys for being with me on tonight. I love it. All right, take care. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur and you're looking for a way to share your mission, your purpose, your products and services literally with the world faster, safer and easier, making your brand accessible to millions from the comfort of your home. Well, I want to encourage you to join our learn how to start a podcast and monetize it class. Why? Is because this was designed for entrepreneurs like yourself as a platform to provide you with the knowledge in order to not only start a podcast, but successfully launch it. And then the third key, which is helping you to understand how you can monetize your podcast as you are impacting the world with good. You can also build multiple streams of income from this one podcast and share your story, mission, and purpose literally with the world. So on today, I want you to go ahead and click CoachTinaRamsey.com to join our podcast class today. You have just finished listening to Book Talks with Sandy Sanders. Are you ready for some coffee conversation with our amazing award-winning host? I'm sure that you are. So if you are an author and you have a book and you want it to have more visibility, then book your slot on Book Talks with Sandy Sanders today and get your cup of coffee ready. You can book it by going to ctrmedianetwork.com and click Book Talks with Sandy logo to book your slot today.